Biden only gets a... I don't forgot how many F-bombs he gets. I get two per show, okay? Two per show, all right. <laughs> Try not to burn them early. <laughs> yeah, you burned them real early on the last golf show. So. I, only, I only used one last week. You should be proud of me. Right. I'm getting better. I was raised by a Navy guy from Louisiana, okay? Give me a break. All right, so what's up, HVAC crew, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. We, uh, we are not alone tonight. We got a guest. We're going to get into that. Um, some good, we got some good content coming your way. Um, and after the, after the guest, like I said, depending on how long he wants to stay on, how long we can ramble, we got all kind of stuff to get into. So without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, come on. ready yes sir What's up, trade crew? Like Dennis said, welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. We are not alone. Hopefully, I'm not drinking alone again this time. No, I got you tonight, bud. Okay, there we go. But uh, as usual, the beginning shameless self-promo. Make sure to follow us on our new Instagram, hvac.rnd. You know, change it up a little bit because can't keep the original one anymore. Don't know where it is. Somewhere in the metaverse. If you guys find it, let us know. We'd love to have some of that back at some point. You never know. There was some cool stuff on there. Good thing is now we can repost it again and you'll never know. Right? <laughs> but, you know. Uh, also, go and follow us on TikTok at HVACRD, as well as on LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, the LinkedIn is taking off this week. I think we picked up close to 50 something new followers in the last couple days so thanks everybody um and then also go and follow us on trade hounds we do put some exclusive content over there nice big trade community for all the different trades we follow um continuing to grow the trade crew over there um there was at one point a competition between uh trade hounds and instagram but uh trade hounds is kicking some arse these days i think yep. we're closing in on 1400 of the old trade crew over there so thanks everybody we appreciate Man, picked, everybody yeah i was gonna say i've picked up some trades on trade hounds i'm watching i can't stop watching these guys run these uh excavators and stuff i just oh dude i can't stop watching that. the uh the dirt gang guys that are in north carolina yeah. with us we need to get, figure yeah, out I mean, how to meet just, them at some point just a different trade right i get stuck on what i'm in and so yeah that's a good that's a good app I mean, who doesn't want to go fantasize about driving a big excavator at some point? We all had right. Tonka trucks as kids. Um, yeah. 
Also, a big thank you to our partners, One Thing Marketing, BetterHelp, Rector Seal, and Service Titan. And for any other information about our sponsors, as well as our social handles and some other stuff, you can find all that on our link tree in the bios of our social media. Um, we will get into some more AHR stuff later in the show. We've got uh, some more stuff to announce, but um, I feel like I've made this poor guy wait long enough. Um, so, uh, you know, thanks again to the primary sponsor of today's show, Chirp. If you don't know who they are, you will very soon. So not only are we grateful for their belief in us as a partner, but also for loaning us their CEO, protexter, and commentator in Chirp. Or commander in Chirp. See what I did there. Mr. Ryan Finn, welcome to the show. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. So where so where are you at? I know you we're said at, it before uh, the show, but the frozen tundras of Utah. There it is. Nice. <laughs> My son is uh he's wanting to move to Utah when he gets out of college. Really? He's he got accepted to App State, so he's gonna get a pretty good taste of that weather. I think they're gonna be in single digits. Or they might already be in single digits. That's uh North Carolina Mountains, so um yeah, he went to Utah for the for a band trip and came back and was like, Yep, that's where I'm going. That's really? Right. Cool. Yeah. So send him my way, I'll take care of him and take him out to dinner. There you go. There it is. <laughs> you don't want to do that. He's seventeen, man. He's he's oh. like a freaking goat right now. <laughs> I'll I'll send, him, I'll send him a pizza. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you know, we can't really get this show started. Uh I feel like we if you haven't listened to the show, we get it going with a little drink. Um, just hanging out. What's the what time are you on right now? It's uh, seven twenty. All right, so it's past five. We're good there. Past five. Past eleven ten. I feel like the older I get, the earlier it gets. <laughs> um. So yeah, what you uh, what are you drinking, all right? So normally on a wednesday night i wouldn't go this hard but it's almost the holidays you know and tomorrow you know we're not even going to be in the office so Uh oh i went to the fridge and i found one of my kids utah specials the capri sun these things are loaded with sugar (laughs) i'm gonna drink the whole thing oh what flavor are we working on this is is a roaring waters tropical tide nice Oh it's yeah. Gonna get, if things get a little crazy, that's why. <laughs> I like it. So my daughter's eleven and I've got those also. I'm not drinking one tonight, but um <laughs> the most disappointing thing with the old Kool-Aid jammer is to cut it open and pour it in a glass. It's like Oh yeah. It's a dude. shot. It's it's literally like an ounce. <laughs> It comes out of that little pouch. And you're like, why did this take me like 15 minutes to drink it earlier? Right. <laughs> well, That's my kids will drink like 10, and I'm like, you got to quit drinking all those. And I'm like, there's nothing in there. Really. The little tiny straw makes it seem like you're drinking a lot. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, the uh, creative the marketing conference. at its best. Yeah. <laughs> the little conference liquor straw they put in there. This is actually, <laughs> it's actually terrible. I grabbed this as a joke. It's disgusting. So. <laughs> 
Hey, Super I've I've crushed a I've crushed a Yuhu on this show. So you, I'm down with Yuhu. Yeah. It's as hard as I go. Sorry, guys. All right, you're good, man. We got you covered. <laughs> we, we, what what do you uh, what you got, Ryan? Well, oh, that's not a Capri Sun. No, it is not. Uh, I, I posted the original hitchhiker picture today because I can do that again now. So, in a little bit of homage to that, cheers with the hitchhiker. All right. Which is a modello for uh, HVAC R&D vernacular. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm actually, I'm going to go pretty hard tonight, for real. So, um, <laughs> had a little date night tonight. Didn't have, uh, my, my daughter's already in Columbia for Christmas with the uh, the grandparents so it's, my son's working so we don't really have any kids around tonight so I am drinking some Basil Hayden Kentucky bourbon whiskey nice um, just straight got me a little highball glass got one big cube of ice in here and ready to go oh and it's the toast version I don't know if anybody's seen that. Basil Basil Hayden. Is that the brand? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm just totally ignorant to this stuff. So. No, you're good. <laughs> I was I thinking, does like... it have basil in it? That doesn't sound good. No. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basil, basil Hayden's the name, and then it's a toast version. It's got a little toasty finish. God. God. A little woodsy. Um, all right. All right. Yeah, so this should last me the whole show, this this pour here it should i mean we'll see but you got a heavy pour yep three fingers because he's a grown ass man isn't that how, isn't that how the song goes <laughs> uh well shall know. we uh yeah shall we uh, bust out the icebreaker this episode of hvac r&d is sponsored by better help Unlike the mystery equipment we roll up on every day as service professionals, life doesn't come with a schematic, charging chart, or sequence of operations list to follow. As tradespeople, we work in a fast-paced and ever-changing industry, and it's normal to sometimes feel overwhelmed or stressed. And it's not just you. We all have difficult things happen in life, and you're not alone. Whether it's trying to figure out if your compressor is shorted to ground, or you've got a clogged condensate drain, maybe you're looking at a job or career change, or perhaps you're becoming a new spouse or a new parent, Encountering any challenge in life can make you feel unsure. There are all kinds of things that are happening in everyone's lives all the time. As service professionals, we are taught to properly diagnose problems with equipment, repair it, replace it, or improve it, and bring it back into service with all the necessary accessories and fail-safes in place and in proper functioning order because life happens with mechanical things with moving and thinking parts. And just like all the equipment we work on that needs consistent care and service from time to time, so do you. Therapists are the trade service professionals of the mind. They're trained to help you figure out the cause of conflicting and challenging emotions and learn productive coping strategies for dealing with those emotions, making therapy the closest thing to a factory tour of the most important piece of equipment in our lives, our brain, that you'll ever get. We're constantly in front of new people and new scenarios each and every day, and it's natural to sometimes feel overwhelmed and out of place. We want you guys to know that therapy is a positive thing. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help, and it's okay to seek out professional advice and guidance. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched over 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. 
It's affordable and once you sign up, you just fill out their brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If your polarity is off with your therapist, you can easily switch to a new one anytime at no cost to you. Trade Crew, I'm telling you that access to therapy could not be simpler. There's no traffic, no waiting rooms, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash HVACRND. That's betterhelp.com slash HVACRND. That's 10% off at betterhelp.com slash HVACRND. I still haven't done this. Maybe Ryan has. I, I just haven't seen it. What's this? What are we talking about? So we've started goofing off to kind of just break the ice and go into Google and hitting I'm feeling lucky and see what happens. Mm. <laughs> uh, last week, apparently I was hungry because uh, it was telling me to go eat pizza, which was very tempting, but they were all closed because we were recording really late Friday night. <laughs> so I just go to Google and type... Uh, I'm feeling lucky. That's all I do. We can do it that way too. That works. Well, what are you? That's what I'm saying, Ryan. You got this like button that you're clicking. I don't know. Yeah, you literally just go to google.com and underneath the search bar, there's one thing that says Google search. And uh, then next to it, it says like, I'm feeling lucky, or it scrolls and it gives you whatever it, you end up clicking. Oh, you just click it. All right. I'm feeling playful. Tic tac toe. <laughs> I thought that was be, I thought that I thought with Google, that'd be a little more dangerous if I typed it, I'm feeling playful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tic-tac-toe which is alright let's see what happens oh wait <laughs> adult tic-tac-toe came up uh oh that's just like got um, of course it did it's got you put shots on it like on the on the board you can buy a board with shots and then you take shots as your so mm. that might be something you guys want to do mine later. said uh I'm feeling, it scrolled to, I'm feeling trendy. So it gave me like the trending searches of the moment. <laughs> See, these are all really disappointing. Like trendy. Oh, this is so sad. Yeah. yeah. Blizzard warning. There you go. Hey, Man yeah. United Burnley. Hey, at least we got something interesting. Uh, <laughs> There's Trump no soccer tax returns. <laughs> Shania Twain. Here we go. <laughs> Getting warmer. <laughs> like a woman. Yeah, you a soccer guy, Ryan? Soccer. No, unfortunately, like if we start to talk sports, I'm going to get super um, quiet and uh, <laughs> like get, just well, no, I mean, only because the yeah, I'm not I'm not soccer at all. I'm okay. just not okay. soccer. Um, but, me. you know, Sorry. the I know Ryan probably had a pretty exciting little weekend. I will say this, Ryan, out of all the sports like the guy in the office here makes fun of me all the time because we have Taylor, who is big time, uh, big into sports, and he makes fun of me all the time because I can't name a player for anything in anything except maybe Michael Jordan. I, I like Joe, like Joe Montana is about as far as I. Go. There we go. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, I mean, he was my favorite when I was a kid, and that's 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 it. But um, I will say, I do like a good soccer game if I do have to watch sports because, like, every goal. Is like a full-on miracle. Like it's like an amazing oh, yeah. feat. It's like <laughs> it an amazing feat of human like talent every single time. Whereas like basketball for me, it's like it's the same thing back and forth every single day. Okay, sure, right. it's a little intense, but they're I, I can't, I can't I watch time. NBA. At I can't all. watch basketball. I can't do it. But yeah, to me, it's just really boring. Well, I mean, soccer if- when they score in soccer, you can just like go eat and come back, and they're still celebrating. 
right? They're still suffering. They're like, oh, okay, sweet. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I will say I, I got lucky, and I, I don't know, a few years, however long ago, it's probably this is probably like ten years ago now, maybe longer. Whenever it was when the USA was like pretty close to the World Cup, and you remember Donovan was, I think his name is Donovan. Is that right? Yeah, Landon right? Donovan. Landon Donovan. And I happened to watch the game where, like, at the end they were down two, and like at the end they scored three in like the last few minutes to win the game. I think that was fourteen. Fourteen. That sounds sure. right. And it was like that was a cool like for me that was a cool like patriotic moment. Like I felt like cool to be an American for a minute. I mean, I always feel cool. To be an I feel bad. I watch. I watch the World Cup when it comes around. When the U.S. is out. I, I'm yeah, done. <laughs> I feel I'm wow. like I'm done. I know <laughs> Ryan's just like Jesus. Isn't that the point? Like, yeah, country- I mean they're they're out. Like I'm my country's out. I'm done. Yeah, you can't root for another country. Isn't that the whole idea? Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. it's like the yeah. It's like Summer Olympics. I can't root for Argentina. Yeah. Well, yeah they are in track. I mean, I just can't. <laughs> then you yeah. just hope for it to be a good neutrals game. It's like, at least just be entertaining. I don't care. Well, and that's what they had. That was a pretty entertaining. They they did have that. All right, so let's get into some chirp here. What's, uh, give us a little bit about your career path and and what we got going on here. Should I go all the way back to the very beginning, 40 years Mm. ago, when my parents came together? (laughs) Um, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Is it interesting? Or? The world is your oyster, sir. I'm going to start all the way back to the very beginning. We're going to be here for a few hours, okay? No. Um, no, I'll just... I'll, I'll, I'll something back. No. Yeah. I'll give a, a you know, brief overview of kind of how I ended up here at Chirp and um, just kind of my entrepreneurial journey here. It's it's kind of an interesting story, I think. Um, I've, always, I've always been entrepreneurial um when i was little i liked to you know sell sour gumballs to the kids at school and things like that um and uh, just always always liked the hustle uh in my 20s i you know tried different things as as i never i didn't i didn't graduate from high school or college so i don't have the traditional um educational background that a lot of ceos might have but um I, uh, I just was always hustling, just selling things, doing different businesses, trying different things. Um, it turns out if you really want to be successful as an entrepreneur, have a kid <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, motivation, be forced to feed that kid and, uh, and you will, um, you will succeed. Uh, That's a great my, point. <laughs> my wife and I had our first child and, uh, like every, like I said, everything else was kind of like I was trying different things, but that's when that's when I really kicked it into overdrive. You know, and had that child. Um, I started my first successful business, so that would have been uh, maybe eleven or twelve years ago. Um, and uh, I started selling uh, windshield repair. So you know, you're driving down the road, a rock flies up and hits your windshield, puts a little chip in the windshield. If you don't right. get it filled, it'll spread. And so I started, there's, you know, out here in Utah, there's a lot of, a lot of, like anywhere else, really, a lot of road construction, road, you know, winters break up the roads a lot. And, uh, I started selling windshield repair door to door. I'd go knock on a door and I'd just say, Hey, I fix windshields. Would you care if I took a look at your windshield? And if they said, yes, I'd look, I'd find a chip and I'd say, Hey, check it out. And then I'd fix it right there on the spot. And, uh, I started making like, 
you know, like 200 bucks a day, which was like, that was like baller money for me at the time. Right. And, uh, um, I was really crushing it. And then pretty soon I, I started to, um, uh, you know, hire guys to do it. And I had guys like working out of gas stations. And so like if cars would come in and gas, we'd say, Hey, we're going to wash your windshield for free today. And we wash their windshield. And then if there was a chip, we'd say, Hey, by the way, you have a chip right here. Why don't you pull over to our little spot over here? And we'll fix it. Oh, that's genius. Yep. <laughs> we, we started cranking out. We were doing like, <laughs> we were doing like 15 to 20 repairs a day out of these gas stations. And our average is like 50 to $60 per repair. So we'd make like five to 500 to thousand dollars a day out of these gas stations. And it was just like, I was just Damn. Like balling hard, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and then one day this guy comes in and he goes, Hey, uh, I, I am the service manager at the Nissan dealership. Why don't you come up to the dealership? We have people coming in for service every day for like oil changes and stuff. Why don't you come in there? And as they come in for service, we'll, we'll, you can check their windshield. So then, yeah. <laughs> so, so then we end up in this dealership. And, uh, you know, we're doing good out of this dealership. And he's like, I also manage the Honda dealership. So I, I hire a guy, we get that Honda dealership. Next thing you know, we're in like nine dealerships. And uh, I had this really great business going really well. It's making more money than I've, you know, ever made in my life. And uh, I kind of hit kind of a kind of a ceiling that everybody hits in business where you kind of go, well, do I want to scale where I got hired? Now I got to hire like more management and scale that way. Like what's, what's the best way for me to take this to the next level? Cause I don't want to, I definitely don't want to stop where I'm at. And, um, I got the idea, I think this was 2014, maybe 15. I got the idea to create a training course, how to start and run your own windshield repair business. So I started doing videos, um, from my house on how to, how to, you know, do the repair, how to call the insurance companies, how to do all the different things in the business, how to get a dealership, that kind of stuff. And I created this course and I started selling it. Uh, I called the people that made the tools for us. And I said, Hey, I want to put my logo on your tool. Like I want to white label your tool. And, uh, they said, sure. And so I had this course. Now you could get your, your set of tools and training from me for $3,000. And, uh, I made like $2 million selling that course. <laughs> so, so, and I was selling it through Facebook ads and text messaging. So I would, I would advertise, Hey, um, learn how to start a windshield repair business. And if somebody was interested, they'd submit their information. I'd text them and say, Hey, let's get on a call and talk. And then we'd text back and forth. They'd ask questions. I'd, I'd send them a video to watch. And then they, if they liked the video, they would schedule a call and we'd get them on and we'd sell them. We'd sell them the kit and the training. And, uh, you know, st still didn't want to stop there <laughs> and, uh, said, Hey man, if this texting automation, I was kind of piecing together different softwares to make it work and kind of coming up with this, this really cool sales process. And then, uh, said, Hey man, if this works for my business, I bet it would work for other businesses. And so I started, um, putting a plan together to build, build what is now church. I didn't call it chirp at the time. It was, we didn't have a name for it. It was just an idea at the time. Right. And, uh, I got an engineer, a software engineer to partner with me. Who's very, uh, very good software engineer, known him for many years. Um, and we started building this platform and, uh, pretty soon it was a viable platform that people could use to make sales in their business.
um, and we started creating all these cool automations. And then uh, home service businesses started to pick up on it. And that's really how it all started. And we started integrating with House Call Pro, Service Titan. Um, and we got to a point where, man, we saw that the, the uh, home service industry was benefiting greatly from these sales processes. And so we doubled down and just focused 100% on the home service industry. And now Chirp is built specifically now for home services to use the same processes that I used to automate my sales process and to, you know, generate, we, we say capture more leads, connect faster and close more deals. Um, and so that's, that's the, uh, uh, <laughs> that's the condensed version of the last 12 yep. years of my life. <laughs> but, uh, that's how it all came to be. So sweet i mean yeah the, the the home service industry man is just at a whole nother level now i feel like with being able to reach you know I, I just feel like nobody's doing mailers anymore maybe they are maybe that works in certain towns but i just feel like that stuff's it's just changing right oh, everything's yeah. just changing yeah. quickly yep yep and, and that fine. was yeah go ahead i was gonna say one of the biggest things that stood out to me when i was was going through the information with you before is talking about the percentage of people that you know won't answer a phone call but will look at a text message and you'll get into some of that and i was going to kind of ask as you were building and developing this text process Mm -hmm. now where did that start literally from just trying to just do multiple group texts from your phone or were you using you know whatever your software was and doing automation through it for the time like i know square and some other different um like pos systems will do like minimal automated texting so did you kind of start with something like that and then develop yeah that was kind of how you started going that way piecing things together to make it because so so you know you're paying for these when i was doing the course sales which by i you know i still sell that course by the way but the when i was doing the um course sales you know, leads come in from the internet and people have extremely short attention spans and, you know, there's studies done, the studies done by Salesforce and your, your best, your best opportunity to convert a lead happens in that first minute of them submitting their information. Um, it gone are the days of like requesting information and then, Oh, I'll get back to them within, you know, an hour or 24 hours. TikTok and the internet and everything has destroyed our attention spans. We have oh, yeah. <laughs> we're like a minute at best, right? If we, and if we if we don't contact that lead within a minute, um, our conversion rate drops. And so, if I can automate that first point of contact from when they do say, "Hey, I'm interested. Here's my information," and then immediately say, "Hey, I noticed you submitted your information. I'd love to chat." You know that that conversion happens right there because they go oh there's a person here this is real it's because you're going from a digital world and now you're communicating and and so your conversion and that's you know people will complain all day long they'll say you know all these leads these leads suck and you'll say well what are you doing to convert them and they're like well i call them as soon as i can and that's how long does that take Oh, sometimes oh, it's like an hour. Sometimes I'll get to them the next day or whatever. And you're like, dude, you're never going to convert at a level that's going to be, you know, competitive because you're not, you're just not contacting fast enough. So. Yeah. I, I was going to say, so we, when I was in Atlanta and me and 
me and my old boss were, were trying to build a HVAC company and we, we partnered with, uh, you know, a lead, lead driven service thing. I mean, not kind of like an Angie's list type thing, but, um, same thing. Me and him are both in the field working and the leads would come to his phone. You know, he's in a, he's in an attic. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's doing this, doing that. And, I'm like, how, how do our leads do today? Well, yeah, I, st- I still got a, several. I Man, we got a whole bunch today, but I got to call them back. And I'm like, dude, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, gone. somebody called them back. It's not us. Uh, you their, know, their furnace is replaced at this point. Yeah, we're <laughs> and the ones that I'll be honest, the ones that that did answer when we finally got back to him, they were shit leads, right? Because. Right. The homeowner's just really not not ready to do anything, and we got the scraps. We we right. we picked up at the end there. Yep. Um. So, and I was gonna say, you know, when you say our 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 attention span, so we also can't speak to people face to face anymore, right? Oh. And and that's that's done now. That's the same as a phone call, like. Yep. I know people that are, are scared to literally talk to somebody on the phone. Yep. They've resorted now to just text. Like you call them and they don't answer. You text them. They're like, Hey, what's up, man? I'm like, well, I just call, like, I just called you. You don't want to, and then they'll just, they'll send you like a novel back. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So you've heard that, you know, yeah. you hear it. They say, you know, Oh, I always tell businesses if we're, talking they say well i do it that way because that's how we've always done it i'm like well then you're gonna die like that's if that's your attitude (laughs) you're gonna die because we're i mean we're in the fastest shift in you know human behavior in history right we've gone from we've gone from you know up until the even like 2010 really was when smartphones started to really hit and so all the way up until then you could say that because everything everything changed very slowly but we right. hit an exponential curve and now things change dramatically fast. And if you don't adapt to those changes, you die very fast. And so, um, the communication has changed, you know, hugely over the last 10 years. And I, I hate to be the guy because it's sad because it is sad that people know it. Yeah. I know where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> they can't communicate the way that they can. And I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of facilitating that further by, ma- you know, by, <laughs> by, you know, jumping on the texting bandwagon. But, but, but yeah, you're, I, you're facilitating it, but you're not doing it to take away from a true interpersonal interaction. Right. You're Correct. doing it to help to technically you're doing it to help the consumer get a quicker answer from someone they're trying to get a product from. And you're trying to get the person providing the product to that consumer faster than they, you know. It, to me, it's it's not exactly, it's not exactly the same. I but, mean, at the end of the yeah. day, you gotta. You, it's never. I mean, sales have always been around, and yep. it, this is no different than a guy standing at the front door, you know, selling a vacuum cleaner yep. and hook, line, and sinker them right then, like, yep. like close the deal if you or fixing you know. the chip in your windshield, either one. Yeah, or <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, which that, now I want to know if the guy that fixed mine at the Sam's Club in Kannapolis like eight years ago had bought your course. I no, I know that company. If he was at the Sam's Club, I know that company. It was a Hang company on. called Chippio. I know that. That's company. hilarious. Yeah. 
Now I'm sitting here trying to think. I think I've got at least one or two on mine. <laughs> yeah, now you're like, oh. I mean, it's probably it's probably literally eighty. God, it might be almost ninety percent of all cars. Oh yeah, there's. Like, <laughs> if we want to go down that road, there's. there's, some, there's it's there's it's not good, man. It's, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So going back to that, what you're saying, the interpersonal thing. Throughout you know history, there's different ways to communicate with people, and there's certain types of communication that draw a certain emotional reaction. Um, and texting right now has the highest emotional connection. Uh, you guys know it if you think about it for a second. When you get a when you get a text notification versus any other notification, you're jumping faster. It's the fastest. You know, you, right? You want to see what it is. If it's a, even if it's a Facebook message notification or an email notification or any app notification is not going to get the same emotional reaction as a text message. So you immediately create a personal connection with your potential customer, which is very valuable. All right. So you're going to have to help me with this one. I'm going to, I'm going to, they don't, they don't really sponsor our show, but I'm going to throw them in here. Are you, are you a music guy at all? You play an instrument or anything? I don't play an okay. instrument but i'm very Ooh. i love music I know where this is going okay do you know sweetwater music yes probably probably Shoot. do no sweetwater music I mean, if you so if you buy anything online music like a you know drumsticks or a guitar or, okay it comes from sweetwater and it's out and it's it's uh their manufacturer no, it's like a like, like a, a guitar big, center big or a okay, okay, huge okay. wholesaler to, so to <laughs> got it got it so I bought my son like literally a pair of drumsticks, right? 20 bucks. Okay. And bought them. They got shipped to the house and this happens every time from them. So I got them today and I'm looking at this text message right now. Boom. 430. Hey Dennis, it's mad at Sweetwater. So, you know, there we go. It's personal. Yep. He did not text me this. Like, no. It's mad at Sweetwater, exclamation point. I know it's been a few weeks, just making sure things went well. And then immediately after that, I get a phone call from Indiana. I don't know anybody Fort in Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yep, Fort is. Wayne. And it's Matt. I always let it go to voicemail. And they're like, hey, it's Matt, Sweetwater, just checking in on you. I mean, it's relentless with these guys. <laughs> but but it's like when I get that text from them, and now obviously, no, I bought enough shit from them, but... I'm like, oh, there's here comes the text from Sweetwater, but it's super personal, you know, personable. I mean, yeah. And now I think I've, I don't think I've ever texted him back. I feel like I, I feel like I want to text him right now to see what he's doing, but um, it's, it's out? just, it's the same. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing khakis or what? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, it's, uh, I guess same idea, right? It's immediately just yeah. So like on top have, of it, you have this crazy opportunity in home service right now. So you guys are you guys know there's a lot of like really crappy operators in home service. There's a lot of really yes, great business businesses, oh, geez, and yeah. then there's a ton of really terrible operators. And so it does not take much to really shine like to really put yourself ahead of everybody. And if you just create a little bit more of a better white glove experience for your customers, you're you're 10, 10 times ahead of your competition. 
Because I mean, at the end of the day, sure, you can argue that you're you're you do a better job at HVAC, but the customer, from the customer's perspective, they don't really like they care to a degree, but not the way that you care. You know, and they don't really know. Because they, they, well, they don't know. They truly right? don't know. At the end of the day, most cases, if they if 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 you communicate very well, and I don't just mean like um, during the job, I'm talking from lead inception all the way through the entire customer journey. If you maintain perfect communication and make them feel like you're walking them through the journey, at the end, of, when they go to leave a review, they're going to say, man, their communication was on point. They're going to remember that really. I mean, over, over most, like they don't care about the install. Like you fix their thing. That's great. You've, they don't care. They're like the heater works now. It didn't work. Now it works like that's cool. But when they say, man, they sure did treat me well, that's yep. huge for your business. That adds just incredible value to your business. And it makes them remember you rather than just the, the HVAC guy that fixed my heater. They're going to remember your brand. They're going to save your number in your phone. You're, you're, you're going to become their guy, you know? Right. Yeah, that's, uh, I know we, me and Ryan get on here all the time and I don't ever want to feel like I'm beating up on, beating up on our guys, but you know, most of us are technicians, right? A lot of these technicians get their license, become a business owner. And then it's just like, oh yeah, (laughs) like, oh shit. Now I can fix a furnace all day. Um, So yeah, I mean, take us through like let's just just take us through an HVAC call or a job with Chirp. Like, how does it? So how are we how are we doing this? Well, I guess yeah. actually, I was gonna say before you even go there, my my other question is, you know, for some of these guys, they don't have, they may or may not have a CRM or mm-hmm. a customer customer management system. So first off, do that. You know, if they don't have that, how would Chirp work versus sure. you know? once you integrate it into something else so we can kind of go down that sure. afterwards good point. good point yeah okay so let's go from like the, the the philosophical point of view of what we're trying to accomplish and then we'll go into the technical logistics of how we accomplish it to answer right in your question so nice. um, so the 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 philosophical or the what the you know the benefits of what we're trying to accomplish is perfect communication through the entire customer journey. So let's break up the customer journey into three buckets. You've got lead conversion. So the, you know, we're trying, this is the stage where we're trying to turn, turn a lead into a customer. We've got the job itself where we're performing the work. Um, and then we've got post job, you know, what's going to happen after. So at the beginning, uh, we want to, uh, convert more leads into customers. That's the goal. So how do we do that? There's two, there's two really important parts to this process. Number one, we already talked about it extensively, speed to lead. We want to make sure that every lead that comes in is being contacted very quickly. So they fill out a form on your website. They fill out a form on Facebook. They fill out a form. Maybe it's an Angie lead. A lot of people hate Angie leads, but, right. uh, <laughs> but you know, they actually, we have companies that really crush with Angie leads because of, you know, they use a specific conversion process. So people are requesting information. Maybe they scan a QR code um, on your truck or something. But the key there is we contact them very quickly. So it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to do business. Uh, if they search you on Google and they and they submit their information 
and you don't contact them quickly, like they're on to the next in like 30 seconds, right? So um, if we text them, I, I had this happen recently. My son threw a baseball through our window. And uh, yeah, he's the, he's the sports guy in, in our family. He's the athlete. So um, so after I got done smacking him around, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, I'm a, a, yeah, that's all good. No, I'm a very, very good father. Uh, no, I, I, I actually laughed because he came in my room pale as a ghost and was like, just like, I'm so sorry. And I was really proud that he was like, didn't try to lie or anything. He said, Dad, I threw the baseball through you. And I was really proud, really proud dad. But anyways, um, I looked up um, on, I, I just typed in window, window, you know, repair for homes in my area, right? And the first guy that pops up was the first guy I contacted. I called, he didn't answer. Um, and I, and I hung up the phone and immediately was about to click the next one, but I got a text message from the first guy saying, Hey, I'm on a call, um, but I'm just wrapping it up. I'll call you back in just a minute. And that was enough. That text message, although manually sent, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was still enough for me to stop and not go to the next guy. I was like, well, okay, I'll wait for this guy to call me back. Cause I don't want to get, but at least he did answer. He answered. And Not the way you necessarily wanted, but at least he did answer. He did before I got to the next guy, which was the idea, right? Before I get to right. the next guy. And so that won the deal because he called me back in like five minutes and he got the deal and is now a chirp user. But um, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> there you go. But the idea there is we contact the leads very, very quickly. So that's so if we're talking about the customer journey, we're only 10 seconds in. We've got a long way to go, right? Um, right. So, so we've accomplished speed to lead. That's really important. But, but what I would consider to be probably the most important part of lead conversion is going to be um, consistent follow-up. Uh, we do not follow up with our leads. Our, you know, people in the trades are not doing a good job of following up with their leads. And the problem with that is, is and Ryden will relate to this. Ryden's a sales guy. Yep. Sales guys like action. They don't like mundane tasks like following up they like action they like to be where the hot leads are they want to close deals and to get them to you know it's a battle to get um, sales guys to consistently follow up with their leads so they'll call once they might call twice and then that's kind of the end of the uh, attempt to convert that lead and so instead of trying to force the sales guy to do something he naturally hates doing <laughs> we automate it we just say all right Let's just consistently send out text messages, emails, and voicemails to the customer to warm them up. So while the sales guys are focused on hot leads and closing deals, chirps in the background, warming up the cold leads and preparing them for the sales guy, getting them hot. And so, you know, um, the lead, go, the lead, maybe the lead submits their information. They don't answer the next day. We'll send a text message. Hey, we noticed that you, uh, you had reached out yesterday, but haven't yet, we haven't yet connected. Are you still, you know, looking for HVAC services? And if they respond, yes, perfect. There's a lead. Let's go. Let's, let's talk. But we didn't have to do anything to try to get, you know, the automation took care of that. A day later from there, we can send a voicemail. Hey, you know, Hey, it's Ryan. Uh, and notice that you, you know, request some information. I know you're super busy and this probably isn't like, you know, super exciting, but you know, if your HVAC system needs some, some attention, we'd love to help you out. Um, and just a consistent follow-up until they convert uh, without any effort from the business, all automated. 
And now, then, how? Or, go ahead. To interrupt you, Ryan, but how okay. how often how often do you suggest guys like change their templates, or do you have you know do you have a number of templates and it just kind of randomly uses one from time to time, so it seems more personal? Uh, so, how, you know, how do you how often do you re-record the voicemails, or do you re-record a, you know, a new one you know, so often? The beauty on follow-up is by the time a customer is going to go through that campaign again, it's going to seem fresh, you know, um, through a, through a follow-up campaign, they're only going to go through that once, you know, from as a new customer. So to them, it's brand new, right? It may say you, that's what we, in marketing. Oh yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> in marketing. We always say we get tired of our marketing long before our audience does. And so we try to, we try to change things up, not realizing that it's working and the, there's plenty of people that haven't seen it yet and it's fresh to them. So, so really, yeah, once you have killer content, it can convert for years and years. Good, you know, good voicemail can convert for years and years. We have a guy, Dustin Miller out of um, California. He's been using a, a very specific um, cold outreach, not cold outreach, but a shoulder season outreach um, when he has light, um, when he has a light schedule. And he'll, he'll send a voicemail that just says, Hey, it's Dustin Miller. Thank you so much for being a customer of ours. Just want to let you know that it's that time of year again. And we'd love to, to tune up your furnace. Um, we're doing a $49 special right now for 50 people. Just text me back on this number. And he sends that voicemail out to his database. <laughs> if he's got a light schedule and he'll, he said, he says in the last three years, he has not had an open slot in his shoulder season because of that campaign. Um, so, uh, so we're getting off a little off tent off, off course there. Um, so we've gone through, now we're still in the lead conversion stage. Now we talk about sending out an estimate. That's another super important part of the journey is sending out estimate follow-ups. People will send out an estimate and then they won't follow up on the job and, and yep. try to close it. And if you just, if you, even if you just had a three-step follow-up estimate follow-up campaign, you will convert more job, more estimates into jobs. Um, and you know, we even go further than three steps, but even if it was that light, um, this is a huge thing. Uh, there's two parts to follow up that we solve with automation. We know the fortune is in the follow up. We've all heard it a million times. It's a cliche at this point, but nobody's doing it. And that's why it's like so awesome. It's such a great opportunity for you to, to shine and, 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 you know, move ahead of your competition. If you're doing just a few extra steps. But a follow-up is emotional. It's something that a sales guy, like I said, they don't want to do it, but they also will make excuses not to do it because they don't want to bug somebody and they think they're bugging somebody. And right. so they go, if that guy wants it, he'll call me, right? It, that's like the, the, the worst thing a sales guy can say is, oh, if he wants it, he'll call me. Um, the guy wants it. He's been, he requests the information. He's busy though. He's doing a million different things. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to have to replace his system, but he need. he know he needs to, but right. he's putting it off because he's got a million other things going on. And the guy that follows up is the guy that's going to get his attention and get the business. And so if you, instead of relying on the emotional salesperson to follow up, uh, automation does not feel emotion. It's a robot, right? It's going to follow up with the lead regardless it's it's like be the annoying guy without having to be the annoying guy right <laughs> and it's gonna consistently follow up regardless of how you feel about it 
Um, and so those two steps, the speed to lead and then following up on both the leads and the estimates is going to dramatically change your business. Uh, even if you used it, if, if you used Chirp just for those two things, you would, you'd get your money's worth all day long. Um, but that's just the first part. That's just the first step of the customer journey. We're now, we're now into the job. And now we talk about, um, you know, more conversational communication throughout the job. So instead of sending, you know, um, uh, these kind of like boxed generic, um, appointment reminders, like you are booked with, you know, uh, Wasatch yep. eating an air <laughs> PM on Saturday. It's, Hey, Jennifer, it's Brian. Just wanted to let you know that we've got you booked for two o'clock. I'm excited to work with you. Here's, here's a picture of your technician. Um, you know, if you have any questions, be sure to let me know, but we'll see it too. That's way more conversational, way more personal, way more. You're automating the relationship building process with your customer. Um, and right. so now they're going, okay, cool. Thank you. And then, and then leading up to the appointment, Hey, just, just a reminder, um, your appointments tomorrow. We'll see you then. Let me know if you have any problems or need any help. Um, and then we have what we call the membership booster. If you're selling memberships, this is killer at technician dispatched. We're going to send a text message. Hey, Jennifer, it's Brian. Um, your technician is on his way. He'll be there shortly. By the way, if you'd like to save a little bit of money on this call, uh, just be sure to ask him about our membership program. <laughs> that right there is like i mean think about that if you're at all you, riding you're in sales you've you've yep. heard of framing the conversation or yeah creating a starter for you and get there yes if a customer asks a question it's a done you know it's like oh i'm closing this deal right so technicians you know like you said they're not natural born you know there definitely are some that are natural born sales guys but some aren't and we want to give them all the help that they can. And so all the help we can. So if we say, you know, now the customers, the technician shows up, the customer says, Hey, I got this text message said I could save a little bit of money. He's like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about our membership program. He doesn't have to remember. It's not this awkward thing. That's like, Oh, Hey, um, by the way, you know, it, it, you're not bringing it up. They've already thought about it for a few minutes while you've been on the way, just totally frames the conversation for a perfect um, opportunity to sell a membership. Um, now from there, that's, that's yeah. really good there. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, from there we go into, to post job. This is where, um, we're going to conversationally ask for a review. A lot of people are using like different review platforms and it really bugs me because, you know, they'll be communicating with the customer throughout, throughout the, the journey here. And then after the job is complete, their other review system will kick in and send a text message and it'll say, Thank you so much for doing business with Wasatch Heating and Air. Please leave us a review here. And it's like from a different phone number, it's not conversational, it's not personal. And although that could work and it can convert, you'll get a much higher conversion if you're now still Brian, right? Through the whole conversation and you yeah. still yeah. say, thank you so much, Jennifer, uh, for doing business with us today. By the way, our business heavily relies on online reviews. Um, Click this link and that'll take you to Google and you could leave us a quick review. Um, you've communicated with them all the way through and now we're asking for the review from the same guy that they've been communicating with. Very personal uh, touch, very, you know, and now they're like, oh, I like Brian, I'm gonna leave him a review. <laughs> and yep. it's just, we've kind of like created a relationship automatically without actually having to do any extra work. And so 
Um, so we're going to get a higher review um, conversion. And then we can then convert them into a referral request when they do leave a review. So when they leave the review on Google, we recognize that. And we can say, if, if they leave a five-star review, send them a text message that says, thank you so much for your five-star review. Do you know anybody that might, might need our service services? And now we're asking everybody for a referral. Imagine if you asked everybody for a referral. Like people think that they're asking everybody. It's like, no, nah, we're not. We're not. not for we're us. not at all. It's hard. And so I hated, I hated asking for referrals when I sold insurance. It was, hey, yep. it's like you hand them, you pull out, you know, your stack of green cards. Like, okay, so you're saying Susie and Bob. Yep, Susie and Bob. What's their address and their phone number? Oh, gosh. Hold on. I mean, I mean, I remember well, yeah, having, <laughs> yeah, it's like I remember having, you know, the, the wife go and get her address book. Right. To try to get reviews. Oh, I'm like, man. Oh. That's, that's a gangster right there. <laughs> <laughs> OG. Yep. So, uh, oh, yeah. here's a tip. Here's a, here's a little tip for asking for referrals. Um, if you ask for multiple referrals, it's a big, it makes the customer's brain kind of go, ah, I can't think if you say, do you know, do you know a few people or do you know five people or do you know three people or whatever their brain's going to automatically shut off. But if you ask for one, they will give you more if they were going to give you more anyways. So you just hmm. say, you just say, do you, can you think of one person that might need our services? And now their brain doesn't shut off because they're not going five people. Okay. I know, I know Jennifer. I know John. I know Jason. Uh, they're all J's, I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> and then at three, they shut off and they can't think of any more. And so they don't give you any because they couldn't think of five. But now Jennifer, John, and Jason, you don't get them because you asked for five and they only thought of three. So if you ask for one, they'll say, oh, yeah, I know Jennifer. And they'll send you Jennifer. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, you could also call. If they were going to give you multiple, they'll give you yep. those multiple anyways. So um, so ask for one. That's just a little tip there. Just ask for one person. Um, psychologically, <laughs> you'll get a higher and then And then I'm guessing the next one is, hey, John, this is Brian, your friend. <laughs> Yep. So we wish you your yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer yes. heard you over. Yep. So yeah, absolutely. Um, we can get as deep as you want with the with the automation. And then and now and now we've we've now we've got a review. We've asked for the referral. Now we want to maintain that customer through the whole year so that next year they book with us again and it's just totally seamless. So now let's talk about, you know, um, filter change reminders every three months. Hey, it's, but Hey, it's Brian again. Oh, it's been three months. Um, it's time to get your filter changed. Uh, you know, not, not, we're not at this point, we are not trying to sell anything. We're just being helpful. Right. Um, but, hey, it's been three months time to change your filter. Oh man. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And three if you guys later. hadn't been taking notes at this point, um, <laughs> I feel like yeah, got, we we needed like, this so bad. I feel like I, so I, feel like I were... got better at my job just listening to this. Uh, <laughs> well, I, that was my next thing. Like, so, have you seen companies that have brought you aboard like tighten up everything else? Right. I mean, or they just they just give up completely and just let chirp. <laughs> I yes. mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now, so now we're sending out filter change reminders. We're also sending out some emails at this point just to keep brand top of mind. You know some some maybe some spring fall tips and tricks um you know different emails that uh can just you know again we're not trying to sell them anything but they'll see your brand and if they do need something they'll they'll just 
they'll just email or text you back. And then, and then if they don't at, at, at the 12 month mark or whatever it is for your area, you, you hit them again at 12 months with a voicemail. Hey, it's been a year since our last service. It's time to get you back on the books. What works better for you? AM or PM? If you ask them that question, what works better for you? AM or PM? It's like the easiest answer. Oh, AM is better for me. Boom. Now I've got a lead. Let's get them booked. Close the deal. Um, so now we've, we've taken them through from the moment they became a lead through the entire year. And now we've, we've turned them not only into a customer, but into a raving fan that will continue to buy from us, you know, year after year. So, hmm. so, so how does this ringless, I don't know if I've ever gotten a ringless voicemail. This may be too intricate, but is it just, you just look down and you have a voicemail? Yeah. You, you just, just see a missed call and a voicemail. Yep. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's and just, now, I was going to say, yeah. go for it. I guess like with phones, when you call them, there's, there's gotta be a button you push that just automatically go to voicemail. I'm guessing it's just automatically doing that for you. Well, the system's tricky. It's doing some cool, like tech in the background. What it's doing is it's calling your cell phone twice and one of them. So when the first one goes out, the second one hits voicemail, right? Cause they're the call, the calls your phone's uh, genius. And so it's hitting your voicemail and it's leaving a recording while the other one hangs up before it even rings on your end. So it's all happening before it even hits your phone. But but the technology is that it's sending two, two, two phone calls to your phone and then the second one hits voicemail because the first one's tying up the line and then it'll leave the, the voicemail. It's the chirp double tap. There we go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so that's the that's the philosophical approach to the automation, right? We're trying to automate the relationship uh, with the customer. We're trying to, we're not trying to get rid of humans from this interaction. We're trying to turn humans into superhumans that can, that can do a lot more and become, you know, you can manage a lot more conversations and a lot more customers. Instead of trying to send every single one a text, it's just gonna do it for you. And you're, you know, right. you're there to answer when they respond. Um, so, so Ryden, we had talked about the philosophical versus the logistical side of it. And so we yeah. can talk the tech side of it. Chirp generally, you know, the, the magic of Chirp really ties in from, it is because it communicates with, with different systems. Um, so let's talk first if you do have a CRM and then we'll talk about what you can do if you don't. But we're deeply okay. integrated with like service type or the deepest integration like service Titan, House Call Pro, Jobber, um, some other ones. Um, and a lot of this stuff will just happen completely automatically, right? You send out an estimate. Now let's talk about house, the service Titan, for example. Uh, you send out an estimate. Chirp's going to recognize the estimate. It's going to recognize the line items, tags, technicians, business units, job types. It's going to recognize all the different things that are on that estimate. And it's going to trigger the right campaign for that specific type of uh, mm. estimate. So, it, you know, again, going back to the, the conversation I had with Dustin Miller, he has a very specific follow-up campaign for a high ticket job. He has a, it, he doesn't want to treat every estimate the same. He wants a, a certain follow-up um, campaign for, for high ticket versus low ticket and different things. So he, so our system can recognize all those various filters within service Titan and say, Oh, this is high ticket. It's got an invoice value of, you know, 10,000 or more. It's got this job type or this technician, whatever different things he uses to filter that out. Chirp recognizes and it says, let's start the high ticket follow-up campaign or the re replacement follow-up campaign. And then if it's like a low ticket service type job, it's going to be a different cadence, different follow-up. 
And so that's the magic. That's really where everybody's like really, um, you know, paying attention to chirp because we have that deep integration and we can become very, we call them deep targeted uh, campaigns that trigger at the exact right time. So it's like, you know, we say the exact right campaign for the exact right customer at the exact right time. And we're, we're using the CRM to recognize that. So you don't have to trigger these things. You're doing everything you normally would have done in Service Titan and Service Titan is telling Chirp, okay, hey, we've got an estimate out there that's not closed, start the follow-up campaign. And it's gonna start following up. And what's cool is it's gonna recognize when that when somebody accepts that estimate. So if that job gets accepted, it's not gonna keep trying to follow up because we accomplished what we were trying to accomplish. It's gonna stop the follow-up campaign and start now the scheduled appointment campaign. And it's going to move the customer from bucket to bucket based on where they're at in the journey. So we're not sending out estimate follow-up texts and scheduled appointment reminder texts and review requests, you know, texts that's happening, um, you know, along the journey. Um, so logistically, because we sync so well with these systems, you don't have to change what you're doing. You just yeah, pretty much once you do almost like what a one-time setup, you're almost ready to roll for. That's right. That's right. Good so like, and we have all <clears throat> all these campaigns we've talked about. Well, that's one of the things that people are you know kind of intimidated by is they say, "Well, that sounds great, but man, I don't have time to create all these campaigns." That's really the huge difference for what we do. We when we work with a company, we work with them as their automation expert. And so we build campaigns with them. We have all these pre-built ones that are already, um, you know, working really well. We call them, you know, battle-tested campaigns that you can just immediately have in your business. You can immediately have the review request campaign. You can immediately have estimate rehash, immediately have speed to lead and lead follow-up, immediately have these personalized appointment reminders, shoulder, shoulder season outreach, um, uh, membership booster campaign. All these are pre-built, ready to go. And, and we build those and set those up in your account. So you're not having to come up with content. If you already have content or want to change it, we'll help you customize it and build those campaigns specifically for you. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's the magic right there is you get the software, but you also get my automation team that will work with you and help you implement these strategies in your business. Well, and you probably got, you probably got ways to say stuff, right? Like he may think he has his voicemail set up and you're like, man, you didn't really say like three things that are gonna right, right. register yep. to the homeowner. Yep, like we know what right. registers. Yep. So just like um, the example of, uh, would you like AM or PM? That exactly is a, a good example of what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, you got you got analytics on all that. Yep. I mean, you go, oh, let's ask this question or let's ask that question. And so now you're not starting from scratch. You're going from things that are, like I said, battle tested. Right. Um, and then, and so that's, that's really, you know, uh, the awesome part with working with us is we've built, we've built an absolutely like really, really complex, really powerful, really capable software. And we don't, ex and we don't expect you to know how to use it right out of the gate. That's why you get the software and an automation expert to work with in your business. Um, now for those that don't use a CRM, we, those things I mentioned in Service Titan, we can do in House Call Pro, we can do in Java. Um, we're working on integration with Sarah right now. 
Um, but uh, for those that don't, there is some manual work that you have to do to trigger these campaigns. Yeah, I can so, see that now. Most yeah, definitely. <laughs> so it's still, I still recommend um, using something, you know, like this or chirp, but cause here's what I tell people. I say, well, should I, should I scale to a certain size and then add automation? And I say, well, you know, you're gonna have to work backwards. It's probably better to start with automation so that you naturally scale with it and you're not having to change things up later. Um, and you can scale faster because you're using, you're using tools that are going to, you know, work as you scale. And so it, you know, and some people don't agree with that. They'll say, I'll wait till I get a certain point and then I'll add automation to my business, which is fine. Um, I would generally lean towards, you know, um, do what the, do what the successful companies are doing now, rather than trying to get to there and then implementing, you know, right. Um, right. so. So you can definitely use it. It's a standalone system. It's a full, fully functional, like it is a CRM customer database. You know, you can, it doesn't, it's not, I, I'm not going to say it compares to anything like service Titan um, or house call pro as far as like dispatching all that stuff. But for, for keeping and managing contacts um, it's, you can totally do that. Uh, and you could run all of your, all of your business. We have a lot of companies that like, you know, a lot of like smaller companies like, um, carpet cleaners and things that uh, do use it just standalone without anything else. Uh, but I do recommend like if you're trying to scale your business, CRM is definitely like, <laughs> it's definitely something. You're well, I've been starting to, I'm starting yep. to talk to more, you know, smaller, smaller operations that are bringing CRM in. I mean, yeah, it's like, got- it's like, why bother? Why, why try to add it later? Like just start no, yep. knowing you're going to need it later. Just go, and you'll scale faster because you know this, the yeah you've already got a process in place. Yeah. That's that's but, half the problem is these guys just don't have they don't have a process for all the different things they need to go through their business. It's like if you have a hammer and you go, well, as soon as I get really good at hammering, I'm going to switch to a nail gun. And you're like, well, it's a totally different thing. Yep. Why not just start now with the nail gun and right. you know you won't have to you know so same idea. Um, so yeah, that gives a, that's, you know, that's a pretty broad overview of automation. Um, the ideas that I've presented here are like just ideas as far as like, you, you could use chirp for anything that you want, any idea that you have for automation, you could, you could make it work because we can even say like, okay, all right. If in service Titan, the job is completed, um, and the invoice value is $10,000 or more, tell chirp to tell this direct mail company to send a um, gift basket with our logo on it. And now your customer that spent $10,000 with you gets a gift basket automatically. You don't have to think about it. It's got your logo on it and it just automatically goes out. Or you could say, you know, if somebody leaves me a five-star review, send them a $10 Starbucks gift card. Or, you know, there's like any anything right. that we can come up with, we can automate it. We can come up, as long as we're getting the trigger from service titan or from you know various there's other places that we can trigger from we can tell chirp to tell chirp internally will send a text message email or voicemail but it can also tell other systems to do things like direct mail um so we could say all right if somebody books a job in um that has an invoice value of x or is a is a replacement send 
postcards to the close, the 50 closest neighbors. Um, we can trigger that. That would tell our direct mail company to pull the data of the 50 closest neighbors and send a postcard. So um, there's really sky's the limit on what you could come up with automation. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking you're you know you got two guys in a company they got they got an install crew and one tech um maybe a lady in the office like they they could crush this oh yeah. i mean we when we were that size we sucked at all of this <laughs> yeah. i mean trying to do it on your own is i don't want to say it's impossible but um it's a lot oh it's yeah. a lot yeah. and it is a lot and then and it's not like you want to cut out human interaction, but there's so many days where I'm like, God, I just don't want to make that call right oh, now. Dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because of, you know, it's summertime man. everybody lights their hair on fire and takes off running in HVAC. And well, there's two that, that's when you miss all this. That's when you just like, miss we'll work on it in the spring, you know, yep. we're working on it in the fall. Yep. And there's two kinds of business owners, right? There's the business owner that wakes up every day and starts over. Cause he has to get a new customer and he has to, you know, he's just always trying to get new customers. And then you have the people that are scaling into big businesses because they're focused on not just getting the customer once, but creating a customer that is an asset that will buy from them over and over again. Right. So the guy that's going, I gotta make, I gotta, I gotta get a new customer tomorrow. Cause I gotta, I gotta make enough money to pay my bills is, is, and not focus on on turning that customer into something that's gonna you know be a lifelong asset. That's that's never gonna scale. But if you go okay, every new customer that comes in is going into you know my sequence that's gonna maintain and nurture this customer so that next year they'll buy from me. Now you're building a book of business, you know, book of customers, and that's an asset rather than just waking up right. and going shoot, where's our next customer coming from? You know. Yeah, because that never ends. That's just a Right. You know, that's, that's paycheck to paycheck. You created um, a really good job for yourself instead of a business. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've uh, watched that one happen. Yep. I'm, I, I, that I can guarantee you touch some nerves in your listeners right there. Well, yeah. I mean, because we, we talk well, about we, it a yeah, lot on here. And there's, yeah. We're not on here saying we, we've got million dollar HVAC companies, but. I've been in, I've, I've worked at some really, really large ones that have all this incorporated and it's just a machine. Yep. Um, and then I've worked, you know, where it was me and one guy and we could not get it together. Even when we had a shit ton of work coming in, it, it's just like, it's not fun. You know, it's not, it's like, it's not enjoyable. No. Um, and it should be cause you got work coming in, but. I feel like this thing, this, this takes a lot of stress off oh, yeah. of things yeah. that you should be doing. And next thing you know, you, you, you're just growing. We, you know, um, when I was 16, this guy in our, in our town, he was known for, he, I don't know how he got known for this, but he was known for making like the best chocolate chip cookies you could imagine. Like he made like really, really good chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and, um, I think I think he got known because he brought him to like a church function or something, and everybody was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and um, somebody was like, "You need to open like a store that sells chocolate chip cookies." And he was like, 
that's a good idea. So he rents this building in our town and starts baking chocolate chip cookies. And we lived about 30 minutes from him. We lived in a mountain town and our house was about 30. We were very well spread out throughout, you know, the community. So he's like, yeah, we deliver. So I call, I, I was like, these cookies are so good. Let's get some. I was like, me and my buddies were hanging out. I'm like, let's get some cookies. So we call him up and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll deliver them. I was like, okay, we'll each have two cookies. So six total cookies and they're $3 each. So that's $18. So now this guy gets in his car and he drives 30 minutes to deliver these cookies to my house. And I did the math and I was like, that guy I think made like $4 an hour doing this, delivering these cookies. Right. And the principle stuck with me throughout my life because I was like, you don't, just because you're really good at HVAC or good at making cookies or whatever, doesn't mean you're good at running a business. And so- right. If you are trying, you know, if you're, if you catch yourself now early enough saying, Hey, I am really good at HVAC, but I am not great at running a business work on that side of it rather than you, you obviously need to always be good at providing your service, but don't think that just cause you're good at, you know, installing a furnace and being really good at that means you're good at running a business. You need to, you need to learn the skills that will, you know, keep you from delivering $18 worth of cookies for, you know, for an hour. Right. Um, yeah. So, well, that's that pride, man. You got to set the pride it. aside. Yes. Yeah. Say, Hey, I'm really good at what I do. I'm not great at running a business, which is great. That's a good, like recognizing that you're not is this first step to fixing the problem. Right. And then, and then there are so many resources. There's so many resources on running a good HVAC business. You know, there's so many companies um, so many good coaching companies, so many good groups that you can join, but kind of let your guard down and say, Hey, I'm good at this, but I want to scale and grow a good business that I can sell eventually. And the resources are there just, in, you know, if you take advantage of them and kind of drop that, drop the pride of going, Oh, this is, you know, this is a good, like I said, ah, I've been doing this for years. I know what I'm doing. It's like, Hey, you know, things are different. Well, and that's, that's why we always say, you know, Dennis coined it forever, you know, evolve or dissolve. Um, yep. You've got to constantly be, le be learning. You've got to constantly invest in your business. You got to study your market. You got to learn what you're doing each and every day. Um, you know, like Ryan said, there are, there are loads and loads of tools out there at what truly is, you know, a low cost for a tremendous upside for what you can do, you know, with the potential in your business. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's so what? You no, know, that's that's chirp. That's that's a lot of these other ones. But you know, that's one of the biggest reasons why we thought this made sense. Especially, you know, I've learned a ton more from from this conversation than I even did when we when I spoke with you and and Justin before. And then when we went through um, the demo with Dustin, yeah, that you guys talk. It's is hearing it now. You really kind of, or I guess I should say, I got a lot even a lot more interesting perspective on how it works and how you can use it to truly do so well, yeah you could be things. a better salesman just oh yeah picking up some of the things that chirp implements yeah imagine if you're closing all the hot leads and you had an assistant that followed up with all the cold ones like how much more effective would you be <laughs> you know that's yeah that's yeah <laughs> so what are your what are your top five trade industries that you you think your top five is that y'all are involved in that we work with as far as, as yeah yeah so so HVAC obviously is a great one um, that we work with 
plumbing and electrical are right there as well. We have some great um, uh, companies that use our system that are in plumbing and electrical. Um, we, we do a lot of work with landscape lighting, um, uh, carpet, okay. carpet cleaners, um, and, um, yeah, home service. I home, mean, I know that's a big service. umbrella Just any home service that requires this type of communication. Oh, garage doors. That's what I was thinking of. Garage doors is another one. Um, Tommy Mello, his group. Um, so, um, yeah, so any home services, we really heavily focus on again like i said at the beginning chirp chirp was designed for anybody that could you know use a better sales process but when we saw homes the success home services were having and that there was just a huge need in the space because people are right. just, they're just you know it's kind of stuck in kind of an old school process and that's what's so cool is to see companies that are kind of you know it doesn't take much and you're all of a sudden way better than everybody else because you're doing things you're you're implementing systems that nobody else is doing and, you, and it's like it's it's pretty amazing like to think that all you got to do is send a few text messages throughout the customer journey and you're doing better than everybody else like that's pretty cool well yeah i mean everybody's got their everybody's got their company in their town and they're just like god how are they like that and these right. are some of the things that they're doing yes um yes. and they may have been doing it for years with real people because they got you know 400 working there right but yep. Yep. it's the same principle right beauty. it's uh that's the beauty of digital the digital right. world is you can you can you can appear much bigger and much more efficient than you might be because uh, you're using tools that weren't wasn't weren't available just you know yeah not long ago so. Oh, I've always said on this show, you got to look big. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you know, we got our first van wrapped, and I pull up to the lady's house, and she's like, "Man, I see you guys all over town." It's literally me. It's just you and my one van wrapped. Yep. I helped my um, brother start a. Uh, I helped my brother start a um, carpet cleaning business, and we we're like, from day one, awesome branding on the van. Let's get a really cool wrap. He's called Pineapple Carpet Cleaning. He's got this giant pineapple. And it just looks really cool. And uh, people make fun of him sometimes because they think it's a swinger thing, but it's not. It's yep. carpet clean. He just always thought it was cool. Anyways, we implemented all of these strategies right out of the gate. In year one, he makes $100,000 as a carpet cleaner his very first year. And I'm like, I'm like telling people, I'm like, look, if a kid can jump into the industry in, in a place where there's already lots of carpet cleaners, there's aren't everywhere there's carpet cleaners, he can jump in and make $100,000 year one your business is at risk if you're not gonna try to implement this stuff because right. some kid's gonna come in with better that that knows this some some kid that you know grew up with with these systems kind of just being natural to him. these these you know younger kids can get on computers and do things you know right out of the gate and it's like you know if you're not willing you evolve or dissolve i really like that <laughs> it's like yeah yeah it's... you guys can jump in and move fast so well, and, and so what I'm gathering from this is, and everybody listen to this show, me and Ryan have talked about it. HVAC is getting, getting ready to become very expensive. Okay. It's getting ready to be, you know, a very large purchase for a homeowner. And yep. the more money you spend as a homeowner, the more you want in return. Yep. Perceived value. But goes the roof. it's still just heating and air, right? Yep. So... This is, uh, you know, this is going to be a, 
big one to help cradle them, you know. Give them um, that white gloves. Just make them. Yeah, they spend twenty five grand, and you put it in, and you threw down a, you know, a drop cloth, so you didn't get shit on their rug, and then you just roll out like <laughs> you did a great job, but they're just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, where's where's you know where's the rest of the treatment? I mean, we just spent all this money, and that's all we get is you know just warm air and cold air like um it's i'm just good. i mean homeowners are changing man they're just gonna want all this it's yep. just where we're at yeah um so yeah no I, I think it's uh yeah i learned a, a a lot from this for sure and i think everybody else did well and and the other thing i've said it before you know we don't we don't want to bring people on the show that we don't think can truly help you bring value to your business. There's a million different people that are selling this snake oil or that or whatever else um, saying that it can change your business. But if you listen to everything Ryan said that he's went through this this evening, it's it's a game-changing opportunity for a extremely minimal expense, to be honest, um, what you guys can potentially change in the value of your own business. Um, you know, you look at, at pricing for chirp, go and look at it. I'm not going to go through it all in the show. That's the reason you're supposed to reach out to us. And we reach that back to you and get you to Ryan and the right people. Um, yeah, but for no joke, a extremely minimal cost, you guys could make so much more added value in your business happen like that. Yeah, we have, yeah. I mean, we have guys sitting on gold mines that sign up cause they go, I have. 3,000 customers in my database that I have not communicated with in oh jeez so you did you what <laughs> yeah I mean you don't want to talk about shoulder season yeah. like yeah. like not fitting it on those shoulders we can put 100 people into a campaign and send out a voicemail to these 100 people like we get guys that's that's exactly what Dustin Miller did from day one he'll tell you he'll say I pay for chirp I, I'll pay for the chirp the investment in chirp in that first week of shoulder season because i'll use that and fill up my whole calendar and that's paid for chirp it's right there and so everything else is free basically at that point but um but yeah they're sitting on these customer databases and they sign up and like within minutes i have a video I, it's a carpet cleaner but i have a guy he's like man i had three thousand people you guys set me up i sent out a text message to a hundred of those three thousand people and i booked five thousand dollars worth of jobs in five like five or ten minutes of sending out messages and it's like oh there you just paid for chirp right there now you have the whole year that you know so, so right. that's one that's one simple way to get an immediate roi and if you if in the that like you said the price of chirp is is really low um because we can do that because it's automation because it's being done you know it's software and so um you know, you get like um, uh, one thing going. Like, let's say you just you just set up your review campaign, and that's all you used it for. You'd be cheaper than most of the review campaign platforms out there. Yeah, and then Probably everything really else. Good. Yeah, and then everything else would be just uh, you know, like free. You know, the estimate rehash and all that stuff. So yeah, like you you'll the the whole idea is ROI. Like if, <laughs> if you're not getting an ROI, then it's not worth it, but we, we, it's, it's easy to get ROI with church. Sweet. Well, Hey man, I think, uh, 
I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have you back on after we go through some contractors because we we got we're gonna have some guys jump on this for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Reach. You, uh, go ahead. You go going to AHR? I don't know if you. I think so. Y'all go to the. I gotta look. Okay. Justin's. You know, you guys talk with Justin, so so everybody yeah. knows. Justin is our guy. Like that's that's in charge of partnerships and you know, reaching out to guys like you and all this stuff. Um, but Justin's, um, and I only bring that up cause I'm saying for anybody listening, if you want to reach out to Justin, like he's, he's, he'd be the guy that would connect you and get you set up with chirp or for with a demo with chirp. Um, so if you want to email him, Justin at chirp.com, C H I I don't forget two eyes in chirp c-h-i-i-r-p.com and that autocorrect is wicked you gotta watch it you gotta watch that's the only <laughs> thing so watch it justin at chirp.com you could go to our website chirp.com but if you reach out directly to justin and let him know you heard us on this podcast he can hook you up with some with some incentives to get going on chirp quick um but we can you know we can get you on in a week and have all these campaigns that we just talked about up and running in a week and then you can do whatever you want but yeah, um, and you yeah. guys, you'll be able to find a link to all of our stuff with Chirp through um, through our link tree in the bios of all our social stuff. Yeah, we've also. got your. We're that's your. Yeah, go make sure make sure if you're listening to this that you don't just go to Chirp.com that you go through HVAC R and D because there's special incentives. To yep. Sign up, uh, yeah. That process. Good deal. But um, but yeah, a, uh, AHR. I Justin's working on all that. So I bring that up because he's he's working on all that stuff this year. Um, we're we're um, we are still a young company and we're new to this, uh, you know, space. Um, it's been the last couple of years that we've really, you know, taken off in this, in, in this space, but I'm still learning like where, where all the, all the, uh, all the places to go this year. The shows, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like AHR has like a whole software yeah. section, you know, they where, do. um, all it's the where, CRMs will be over there and, and everybody else will be, it's in, uh, yeah. It's in the same spot as the podcast pavilion, but in the other exhibit hall. So like oh, God. they're laid out, they're laid out pretty similar. So same section, just different hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working with a ton of like um, agencies. I want to you know shout out some of the agencies we work with. We work with Relentless, um, Lemon Seed, BXB. Um, Man, I, I, so I think we were we were home advisor. That's what I couldn't remember. In Atlanta, we we picked up home advisor, which I guess is like an Angie's list. Type. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if they're still home advisor. Or it's all Angie else now. It's all Angie. Okay, oh Angie. Man, so I, I did text Matt back with uh, at Sweetwater, and he sent me back and said, "Sorry, Matt's not available currently." So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it came back immediately. <laughs> That's um, an automated response. He's out of the office right, man. He's probably yeah. uh, trying to enjoy Christmas. The Christmas is his name really Matt? That's just what it's I want to know. Like, is that is. really Brian on the other side there? <laughs> you only you said you only had three employees. Yeah, be, and I don't know right. a Brian. <laughs> what so what you, you want i want that brings up a good point yeah people, people can over automate you don't want to completely automate the human out of this process because they'll people will pick up on it quickly you want to start conversations but you want humans to finish the conversations so. okay <laughs> that's a good point right 
Oh, I could see some guys. I Brian, know some guys that would butcher this. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you texted me like five times last week, too. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I know, I know, I know. Still need that filter change, though, so I'll be out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> make sure to get with the office. We'll get you on the schedule. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Um, yeah, I appreciate you. You got me. you got me wanting some cookies and some Kool Aid jammers now. So for sure, dude. I, I wouldn't recommend the Capri Sun Tropical Tide. I'm feeling the sugar rush right now. So. Oh yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's straight sugar water right there. It does say to the at the bottom they they do try to try to hide it. It says flavored water beverage. <laughs> nice. That's 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 the politically correct way of saying sugar water. Right? I guess so. Just gonna pour mine on some vodka and be done with it. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hit us up and uh, yeah, maybe we'll see you at AHR or at least Justin. And yes, yeah, this has been great. I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, definitely. And appreciate I'll uh, I'll hook you up on the. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll hook you up on the walkout music. There, we got you. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, uh, I have to say that was, uh, that was informative. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like very been, informative. Yeah. I feel like I want to go sell some shit. Ash's line. She's got to save that. Got to save that for a HR. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like, uh, I could be a better sales guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the system's doing what some really successful yep. sales guys already do um but i always bring up dave poor dave you know we had dave at our company that couldn't sell his way out of a bag but he was a yep. great technician super nice to the customer like wasn't rude he could not like even when it was old and needed to be replaced he could still he just couldn't close it right he just couldn't close the deal because he just knows no, uncomfortable. Right. So, but the, the reaching back out, man, God, that's just that's so big nowadays. I'll be honest, the biggest I mean, way huge. that I built most of the business I had was because I tried to be really good at following up, and I still wasn't great at it, but I was better than most other people. Yep, um, right. That's so what he said. I was doing enough. This thing still do enough to be better than most, and that's what helps with with that. Because we do as for as salespeople, it gets you get especially the last three years. I'm so tired of giving people bad news. It's like there's days I'm like I just don't want to talk to anybody because I have nothing good to tell them, and that depresses me as a salesperson because <laughs> I'm the answers guy. You've known me long enough. I love when the contractor calls me. I have no better feeling that when I have the answer and I helped him and made his day better that's that's why I wanted to do this Right. I know that's why you want to train is you want to just make their day better and help them out and you know feel that satisfaction that you help somebody and it's just yeah so I you know reach out to us for sure um, if you just want to talk to talk to one yeah, of those guys absolutely. just talk about it maybe maybe you got a million questions i mean he 
he broke it down but you know if you got questions you know reach out to us and that's a reach lot out i mean he, he broke it down but it's also um, that's that's a lot to, to break down and process um too especially so you know if you got questions you want more want to know more info just let us know go through the link tree hit the link um and honestly if reach out to me too i got no problem just hit us up hvacrnd at gmail um i'm more than happy to talk to you or get you to those guys if you want me to help be the in-between i'm cool with that too no worries sales guy here will help yeah i'm scared to tell you to I'm scared to tell you yeah, to reach out to me on instagram we might not be <laughs> we may not be there tomorrow <laughs> so reach yep. out to us on the old pretty gmail sure google's gonna it's be pretty here solid tomorrow. um that's true ah, be that's careful true. that i'm feeling lucky but <laughs> all right so ahr yep, stuff so, you got um, you got some new some new i know stuff. we talked about it before but we are doing um the high school tech kids tours now on wednesday um so wednesday 10 to 11 we'll be giving a high school tour so uh also wednesday at 10 is ben and and all of the guys at their well guys and gals pardon my pardon me ladies i apologize um but a lot of our friends are going to be at the social media yep. panel from 10 to 11 um we might have to send uh trade wifey and hvac wifey over there to get some footage uh while we're giving the kids a tour to make sure everyone sees everything that's going on um but we also booked another booth visit um it's with a company that I believe a lot of our listeners either use or follow or talk about. Um, so we're going to be at the Rapid Locking Systems, or RLS, booth Monday from 11 to 11.30. Um, hopefully Dennis is going to get to play with some cool tools and we make some video content with that. I know he's always excited when he gets to mess with something new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, that. yeah, we'll be at RLS on Monday now. Um rector seal on tuesday we've announced that already we've got some other friends that are going to be with rector seal too i know uh, hvac strong and phvac you're going to be at rector seal a couple different times um phvac right. oh i do too man i love when he comes on there super nice guy I love he and i've talked um we haven't as much lately but on the old instagram account we we talked a bit more frequently uh you know now he's got to come <laughs> find me but no, super nice guy. Um, we've talked a couple different times about price structures and different things. Um, I'm definitely pumped to meet him. And then hopefully uh, maybe we can trade flat bills because he does have a pretty sweet flat bill. Um, yeah, he can. Yeah, he can pull the flat bill off, though. I can do it I backwards. I can't do it. I can do it backwards. It doesn't work I forwards. can't do it. Yep. I can't do it backwards either because I don't That's have true. any hair. It's like... It's just like it's on the basketball backwards. <laughs> Ooh. Hey now. Hmm. You got your I, uh, so you got your suit I bought my ready jacket. for tactical? Bought my jacket. Uh okay. Kristen bought what I believe is gonna be her dress. Um I've gotta go back and get uh my pants and my shirt and I'm still going to get a bow tie just to round it out to have the full suit um okay right I know I, I know you can't wear that because uh, I got you a present we're saving that for right. for the content saving that saving that for got content got you something for Christmas 
Real nice. Got you something real nice. <laughs> real real nice. nice, Clark. Um, God. <laughs> yep, sorry. No, jacked okay. My transcript's usually jacked up anyway. I'm excited about this high school this high yeah, school tech class tours. Um so they're in HVAC. They're in a, they're in a they they're currently enrolled so in a or that's yeah, one more class in their day. Is a, a trades program in high school is what it what it looks to. I don't know what school they're from yet or anything like that. Um, I was gonna ask after I saw um, I saw Tool Pro and Tool Wife stuff today come out um, for well Miracle Mechanical. As a lot of people know, I'm also they're part of the podcast volume with us as well. We saw um, their stuff come out today about donating um, some equipment with Ream and Diversitech and some other partners as well as AHR at I think it's ACCA. I was going to ask what was what was the community college that you or the college program you went through in Atlanta? I didn't know if it was the same place you went or not. Okay, Lincoln Lincoln Tech. Lincoln Tech. So Lincoln Tech started up north, I think, with Diesel Mechanic, and then started to just grow with different trades. So it was an eighteen-month, uh, yeah, eighteen-month program, um, or you could do a two-year associate style. But I just did the eighteen-month, full-on, hands-on roll, but. Gotcha. No core classes for me. Well, and I didn't realize those guys were from Georgia. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we watch these people on Instagram, but we don't always know where they are until either you catch it in a clip or they tell you, you know, just randomly and you catch it. Because not, not everybody's listing it on right. their, their bios and everything, which understandable. Um, and which also, uh, not to bring up the Instagram saga again, but... We had another fellow uh, member of the community lose all of his stuff this past week. Um, we also, due to some crazy things that are going on, we we pulled a, an episode down. But our buddy, our buddy Robert, the the air surgeon, lost all of his stuff this week too. Same kind of way we did, just out of nowhere, no rhyme or reason. Doesn't even make any sense. Um, and I know, Jeez. you know, for him, you know, he's. You know, a lot of his content was all there, especially all the Jumper King stuff, all that. So, um, Robert, we're here for you, buddy. You need us. You reach back out. Sorry it happened. It's just the way I know a lot of people are sorry it happened to us. But, hey, uh, we're here to help rebuild you whenever you're ready, my friend. Yep. Um, did you ever get anything on our... No, Athlete. I actually was on the phone with. Uh, Jeez. I was on the phone with her. Uh, <laughs> guess what? I know we're we're the managers. So I guess we could say we were on the phone with her representative today. But uh, he did not inform me of very much. <laughs> of course, I don't think anybody's having a fishing tournament this weekend because it's supposed to be in the teens. So, whew. Man, this weather's getting yeah, to get crazy. Nuts. So we will report back um, right. on Rippin' Lips Ricky Lee on her tournaments. Of course, you know the spring rolls around; it's going to be heavy. Um, we'll have it. We'll have a little segment for her every week. See where yeah, she's at, we'll, how she's doing. Uh, we'll be able to maybe get out to an event and give her a little bit of support. 
at some point. So, to round out the show, oh. I do have a voicemail. Crawl space confession? And, no. Uh, no. Matt from Sweetwater? So, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you gotta hear this thing. You gotta hear it. I mean, this, this is, is what, this is, this is what it's all about right here. All right, here we go. Now, this, this is, I've already purchased $20 worth of drumsticks. This was a week later, I think. So, you know, I don't know what he made off those drumsticks, but he did you know, he didn't make but a Every little bit counts. That, so. Hey, Dennis, it's Matt Colmer from Sweetwater Sound. I just want to give you a real quick call here. I know it's been a couple of weeks. I just want to make sure that, that last order made it over to you okay. That was working out well for you so far. And yeah, really was just checking in. If you do get a chance, give me a call. I'll see everything worked out for you. Number is <laughs> yeah. I just I just was just That's checking in. To say actually, sounds like Pete. <laughs> At Fort Wayne, Indiana. I get that call. I'm like, What's oh, up, here man? he is. You answer it. And you answer it, and they don't know what to say. They're like, oh. That's, That's what you should do next time. Uh-huh. If you're anywhere where you could record it, put that sucker on speaker. What's up, Matt? Oh, what's <laughs> up, Matt? Day, man? Yeah. Yeah, man, these drumsticks, <laughs> these drumsticks are fantastic. But appreciate it. Um, I'll be sure I'm gonna grab some more from you next year. When I run out. Um, <laughs> my bulk pack is when expired. I, yeah, it's time to change that. A filter bulk pack, yeah. God, Corey, Corey shreds through drumsticks. He rim shots, and the behind his drums, it looks like a straight wood shop, man. Jeez. So yeah, we uh we got some new things coming down the pipeline uh, with old C Dub. I was gonna say, how's that? Corey. How's that going? We're gonna. Well, he's you know you got he's got to get that creative mind flowing. Um. So yeah, we got we got a some of, uh, a lot of cool new content is uh, gonna be coming coming out first first of the year. Yeah, we got a lot of we got some family stuff to to do the next couple of weeks with the holidays, but uh going into new years so yeah this is it's uh, you're listening to this it's friday so Absolutely. have a merry christmas everyone happy hanukkah thank you so yeah that's it <laughs> kiss his ass kiss your ass kiss his- i'm gonna give you to the count of ten. <laughs> oh man that's what I'm, you, you know what I, I think i started to i think <laughs> yeah I think I started too early on the Christmas. I'm uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to wrap it up. I hate to say that, dude. I started so early this year. I've been listening to Christmas music for about 25 yeah. days already, and I got it. I'm, I'm ready to wrap I'm, it up. Man. I, I truly have struggled to get in the old Christmas spirit this year. It's been a it's been oh i've yeah, had years year where it's been, just doesn't happen it's been frustrating back half i mean the, the two days after thanksgiving it looked like christmas threw up in my house i went to new york this year during christmas you know during december i mean it's just been full bore and i think it was a little it was a little early for a lot of it i'm ready to yep 
ready to wrap it yeah, up. Come on. Let's get it going. <laughs> yeah, come on. Ah, jeez. All right. Hopefully we'll uh yeah, we'll yep, see y'all next week. See you on a, see you on the gram in one way or another. Or one account or another, who knows? Um Thanks for listening, everybody. Right. Have a good see one. Y'all. Merry Christmas.